0: Hey there, and welcome to Unabashed You. We're here to encourage you to become who you already are. Through inspiring conversations with extraordinary everyday people like you and me, we have courage to show up in our own lives believing in ourselves more, unapologetic for who we are.
1: Feeling generous? Consider leaving reviews, subscribing, and or sharing episodes. It matters. That algorithm is a real thing, and we do this with support from you. Find us at unabashedyou.com for episodes, blogs, social media links, and to be on our email list. When in doubt, type in you to find us. And now for the woman who can't wait to know just a little bit more about you, Rochelle Condi. now.
0: You start with the word joyful, and you add icity. To make joy felicity. It's not an official word, but really, who cares? You can tell what Laura Wakefield had in mind when she coined it. Laura asked me to come on her Joy Felicity podcast, and I was happy to oblige. So what did we talk about? Turns out Laura did some homework by visiting the UI website, and we had a great conversation about some things she found there, like the three core values I value most, authenticity, transparency, and vulnerability, and how I claim them.
1: Welcome to the Joy Felicity Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Wakefield, and it's my privilege today to have as my guest, Rochelle Condi now. She is a blogger and podcaster herself at the Unabashed You podcast, and I had the privilege of being a guest on her podcast, and I'm so thrilled that she has agreed to come and be here on mine. She's also a coach, and her basic premise is helping people discover who they already are.
0: Yes, And I love that so much. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you. For well, thank you. It's so wonderful to say yes to this invitation. I, I feel like it's another opportunity for women to uplift women, not just as a podcast host and guest, but also in general. I feel like we're, we do so much better when we work together. Absolutely. I 100%
1: agree with that. Mm-hmm. So where did you come up with this concept of? Living as the unabashed you and discovering who you already are. Usually people have kind of a source where that their passion came from.
0: Where did that? Right. And I think, like a lot of people, you know, I could sort of uh, look back and see sort of multiple things that that led me to that place. But I had gone through a particularly hard season with a a child and then also with a, a friend. And I sort of came out of that just deeply. Wounded, and I let myself feel all those feels. And then when I was ready to kind of come out, I said, "Okay." So I had this big talk with myself. What is it that I really value? Kind of like my three core values. And I, I don't, I just came up with that myself. And I thought about it, and I said, "I need to be authentic, transparent, and vulnerable." And those were, I just, just like grabbed them and claimed them. And I was like, "Okay." And the people in my life, I, I'm i pulled to people who feel that same. So I, I'm i not as pulled to people who are, you know, really perfect seeming or really polished. I'd, I'd rather get into the raw and the nitty gritty. And of course, there's all kinds of time to, you know, get dressed up and look pretty and all those things. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I'd rather get on and say, "Hey, I've had a crappy day." And can you relate? You know what I mean? I mean, it's it that's being real to me. And and I I want to be around people who feel that same way. And I think that's probably one of the reasons that you and I, you know, drew to each other was that same kind of um that same kind of um Sort of you you develop, I mean it's your core values, and, and obviously there are others, but those are really primary. But then you you are drawn to people who have those same, who present those same those same qualities. And you tend to bring
1: those people into your life. They manifest when you start really living into those principles,
0: those people suddenly show up all around you. Yes, absolutely. That's that's true. That's absolutely true. And I've discovered that. Not just in my personal life, uh, but because I, I think the people that know me well, my people, know that already about me. And then, you know, the people I was connecting with on Instagram had that same kind of uh, mindset, I'll call it.
1: Absolutely. And and I actually wrote down those three things from your website <laughs> and was going to ask you, can you elaborate yes. a little bit more on what those words mean to you? Like, what does it mean to be authentic in your view and transparent and vulnerable?
0: Okay, so authentic means t- it's that become who you already are. It's that idea that, particularly as women, and obviously being a woman, I feel like I can speak more into that that place. And also the fact that I'm on the back end of life. I, f- I feel like I spent way too much time sort of shrinking into who I was and not feeling comfortable and confident with that. And I think I recognize that in other women as well. Even young girls start to get that message of, you know, all the different messages we get. And I just feel like I want us as women in particular, men to. but I I speak more to that side of things, is to really, you know, sort of break free and learn how to you can't get rid of your fears. I mean, that's unrealistic, but you can learn through some strategies and tools that you can kind of bring that down. I think of it as tipping the scale so that the confidence can come up. So if you can learn how to kind of keep the fair down, then the confidence has room to grow. And then you can feel more at ease and feel more comfortable who cool, you become who you already are. So if you are playful. Like you are so playful on your posts on Instagram that that's clearly something that you are and you don't shy away from it. You don't say, oh no, I can't do that because what will people think? And you know what I mean? Yeah. All those things that we tell ourselves that you reached a point where you said, well, you know what? I am just not going to care because this is who I am. So since I am playful, I'm going to show up playful so whoever you are, be that. And that's where the authentic part comes in. And that's where, you know, yes, please discover who you are. Because I, I I really think that a lot of us do not take enough time to figure out who we are. We just kind of glide through life. And, you know, you can, you can get by and all that. And you can reach the end and go, wait a minute. Uh-oh. I <laughs> you know, no. But then you're, you know, sadly, you're out of time. But why not somewhere along the way go, well, Yeah, I've noticed that about myself. Or if you do particular like assessments that are available on uh, you know know, the internet, I would say my sort of my two favorites. We did a whole series in October. Explore more of you, and I would say the uh, Enneagram was one of the ones that I particularly. Had known some about and learn more about through doing that, and then the other one would be, you know, Myers Briggs. Or there's one that's a free version. They don't call it Myers Briggs, but it's basically the same thing. Sixteen personalities, and and there's something about seeing these words and going, oh, yes, I am that, and feeling kind of like you know, you can kind of sit up a little bit taller, and even on the like well, I don't like the word weaknesses. I don't like it, but uh, and I can't right now think of a good word. It you know you need to embrace the flip side as well. You know if it turns out you're prone to resentment because of your personality type, you can be aware of that and not like oh no I can't be that anymore. But just like notice when it comes up. Yeah, in fact, I I the other morning I, I felt myself being resentful and I went. Yeah, I I am prone to that. I really so just kind of sitting in it for a minute going, yeah, I am prone to that, but I I don't have to stay there. I can I can notice it and then I can I can continue on my day and not be afraid by that having been my reaction because the way my personality shows up, that is one of the ways Cause you, you've got to balance it all out. You can't just be all the good things. You've got these other things that are, I like more the word challenges than, than the word weakness. So it's when, when the resentment comes up, it's like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's okay. That's right. I, I, okay. Yes. And then, you know, it might have a little self talk and then, then I can move on. I don't have to stay there or feed it or wallow in it. Recognize it, accept it, process it and move on. But I love that because I think that, you know, in, in today's world
1: with social media and, and all of that, a lot of us are living very curated lives. You mm-hmm. know, we're presenting only the positives because, you know, because you can, you know, you can create a profile, use <laughs> a bunch of filters people. and you can just put the good stuff in there and it starts to feel, looking at everybody else's profiles like that's all there is is all this good stuff. And so we start to hide those negatives. Mm-hmm. And when you finally just start to put it out there, not only is it very freeing for you, because then it's like who's going to criticize you? I already outed myself as that <laughs> problem. You know, I already I already said I have that problem. But also I find that it gives
0: other people permission. Yes. To show up that way too, that they have to be perfect with you. Yes, yes. I think permission is key in a lot of these uh, different areas to reach a point of, of saying, yes, I give myself permission to feel that feeling, to understand I'm bent that way. And permission also, like you say, to show up on social media and say, you know, again, back to the crappy day. Whatever, you know, whatever. And honestly, um, people are going to be drawn, particularly the the people that for which they also hold those values dear. They're going to be drawn to that, like, oh, Laura had a bad day. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, you know, just type a little, oh, you know, hopefully tomorrow's better. Or, yeah, I get it. Me too. Or, you know, whatever it is that you want to comment about. But I, I think, you're more drawn to so it's like you understand. Oh yeah, they're not so perfect because come on, if we all went to a uh, you know professional hairstylist, a professional makeup artist, we had professional lighting, professional uh, sound equipment. I mean, we we all could do an amazing layout, right? Of, right. of photos. I mean, it, it's done all the time, but that's not. Real. It's fun. And there's a place for that. But that's not the whole thing at all. Exactly. That's not at all.
1: That's not all of it. And I like what you said about balance that, you know, I don't necessarily want to be out there every day putting all negative out there. No you know, because that can be kind of hard to absorb too. But just letting people know that we have good days, we have bad days, we have challenges. We've also got strengths and stepping into our strengths and owning those too is important. Just all
0: of the aspects of who we are. Well, and getting back to the definition of authentic is I think it's being real. So yes, when you're having the good days, great, you're having good days. And when you notice something and it's a little bit of a downer, I, I wouldn't shy away from that. I mean, you know, I've been talking a lot on Instagram about um, sort of I view the fear and confidence as opposite of each other, right? So there's a lot of things that we do as women that would start from a very young age that we, you know, we doubt ourselves, we're insecure, we feel less than we start feeling more invisible as we age, we, uh, you know, it goes on and on. Comparison, like you talked about, comparing ourselves. We're people pleasers. We are, or if we actually do something good, we're like, I must be an imposter. That can't, oh, yes. That that can't, oh, no, I'm not a podcaster. I'm not, a. you know, you, you, all that, all that self doubt. And that's really the place I want to speak into. Like, whoever you are, be a good one.
1: I love that. And I have here, one of the questions that you
0: pose on your website is who would you be if you weren't afraid absolutely absolutely and that was the that that was one of the questions that really propelled me forward because i very much felt like who am i to think i could have a podcast who am i to think i could write a blog i mean there really was a lot of self doubt and i that was one of the questions. It's kind of funny how you come across different things and you just know it's for you in that moment because it's just... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you <laughs> just get that, oh my gosh, this is for me right now in this moment. And the other question was, what are you waiting for? So those kind of yes. kept coming up and I was like... Oh. Oh, this is for me. This is for me. So I felt if I want to speak into a place of, of of helping other women feel comfortable and confident and courageous, because it does take courage to get there, then I have to do the thing. And it doesn't matter how it turns out. It doesn't matter. And that was that fear of failure, fear of success. I mean, that was right in there too. Okay, so what if it's a flop? okay, well, I probably learned a lot of neat stuff and I probably met some new people. And so how can that be a bad thing? I'll just now pivot and I love the pivot. I'm now just gonna take that pivot and who knows what's next, but there will be something next, no matter what that is or what that looks like. So it's kind of like the stop looking at as a failure because I don't really believe in that anymore. But I had a fear of it Sure. I had, I for sure had a fear of it before I started, and it was like, you know what? And it's that worst case scenario. What's the worst case scenario? What if no one listens? Okay, no one listens, no and no one, one does. does. <laughs> All right, so so what? You learned how to do a lot of stuff, and now you oh, there's a new thing I think I want to try, and now I'm going to pivot. So it's not, it's not a loss. It's just yeah. a change. So. You got to do this sort of that mindset work and the reframing work of paying attention to what you say to yourself, and then also learning better ways to speak to yourself. And then when that fear comes, because it will, it's not gonna. That's not gonna stop. But you, you really do learn to listen to it look at it see it for what it is and you know some of the different techniques and tricks are not even they're not tricks they're not tricks they're strategies yes. of paying attention how you speak to yourself and and saying some new things to yourself so that it's like okay so i i am going to do this wouldn't i want my daughter yeah my daughters to try the thing or would i tell them oh no 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 don't just stay tight of the bud stay tight of the bud don't Oh no 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 no! I would say go go girl blossom bloom see what happens. So why am I going to be different than what I want my daughters to be, or anyone like I or anyone? My sons, my sons. We've got sons too. But I'm I'm speaking to it just a little more into women because I think each sex has their own particular things that they they deal with fear wise, identity wise, and all of that.
1: Well, I meant more that like. I've sent messages of fear to myself or the inadequacy to myself that I wouldn't say to a total stranger. Like if someone exactly. I had never met before came up and said, I'm kind of scared to start a podcast. My first inter- my first thought would be, well, what have you got to lose? Just give it a try and see what happens, right? Yes. But me, I'm like, oh, n- no, no one's going to want to listen to you. you know, it's, it's it's like the messages I send to myself are so much harsher Yes. than I would send to my daughters, to my friends, to a coaching client, or even to an absolute stranger, I would give them more credit than I give myself. Right.
0: Yes. And obviously there's something wrong with that. I mean, in the sense that that's not fair to you. So to recognize that you do that, that I do that, that a lot of women do that and to say, whoa, wait a minute, I need to take my own advice. I need to (laughs) model that for them and it doesn't really matter how it turns out. I'm going to give it my all and I will be better off for having tried than not having tried at all. And that's really key. That's, yeah, it's the, how would you feel if you don't try? That's just like, uh, uh, That uh that, yeah. that's an awful, awful feeling, that regret. Well, I wonder what would have happened if, 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 no, no, no. Mm-mm.
1: Well, and I think sometimes we think that By waiting, there will come this magical time where there isn't fear that, oh, if I just get more education or if I get a little older, or maybe I'll do it after my kids are gone or whatever thing we're putting out there. But like you were saying, you kind of morph straight from fear of one thing into fear of another thing. Then you think, you know, you either think you're not experienced enough or you're too old. By the time you experience, you know, that's that magical, no fear
0: time is never coming. No, I think it's important to recognize that too, as people that you're, you're never going to get rid of it. So let's just get rid of that thought altogether. You are going to have it. Let's learn to deal with it in a way that, that suits you better, that um, helps you in your own life, show up the way you, you want to show up. It's like the The person you are in real life is tend to be very different from the person you are in your imagination. I like the idea of getting those closer to each other, aligning those a little bit, a lot closer to one another. And what do you think causes that? Like, how do we, we,
1: because if you look at a two-year-old, they're pretty close to who they really are. You know, they're usually pretty out there with their desires, their wants, their feelings about things. You kind of usually know what a two-year-old thinks about things. Absolutely. It happens. Like, how do we get there? And I think women women are way,
0: way separated, I think, sometimes between those two states. How do we get there? I think, well, it just, there are so many messages we get along the way. And that's interesting that you mentioned that because that's, I was been working on some coursework and that's sort of one of the. One of the things I wanted to do was talk to women about. Okay, let's think about children and particularly the ages of two, three, four, kind of before they get to school. Let's talk about when you see them, what do you observe? And that you're exactly right. They are fully, fully themselves. Yes, they are <laughs> fully themselves. If they want to hold your hand, they grab your hand. If, if they want something, they will say, I want this. You know, there's, There's something about that that's so inspiring if you really observe and, and it's really beautiful. And, and I do think there are so many things that unfortunately really get in the way of us staying to that, to staying a little more true to ourselves. I I think it's, you know, sometimes it's environment. Sometimes well-meaning parents might say things, friends, school, teachers. I mean, it just, the list goes on and on. I mean, it's it, and, and everybody well-meaning for the most part. There's always yeah, somebody who's not. Well. But yeah, generally well-meaning. But we just, I, I just see it as that kind of shrinking back in to, to who we really are and just kind of holding that here. And I, I just don't, I don't like that image. I like the image of the, the flower blossoming, the flower blooming kind of shrinking back and going back into the butt. I just don't I don't want that for myself and I don't want that for anyone else so if I can if I can help speak into that by encouraging and the podcast was really born from that place of having first it started out as a for women it was women talking about it was always unabashed you but then the tagline was women talking about stuff and and that's kind of how it started and then and then some men and, you know, young men were telling me they were listening. I was like, Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's good. Okay. I, so I kind of tooled it. I, you know, you restructure a bit. And I was like, Okay. I don't want this then. If men are getting value from this. So it opened up and then the, the, the tagline become who you already are. Because I think, you know, when you think about, and this is could be true of all different kinds of things, but a quick example would be, You know, when you were handed your first child, right? You're like, Oh, I'm a mother, but you don't know what that is yet. You, you, you have been assigned that role, but think of all you have to do to become a mother. And it's still going, by the way. With all your kids, yeah. you know, it's not done when it morphs so, and it changes. It yes, it, it's, yes. It's never done becoming. No, yeah. you're never done. And that's why I like the ing of things, because it's 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 you never arrive. you're growing, working, mm-hmm. processing, feeling, doing, being. I mean, it's all ing. And so you're you're still coming into the mother that you are to your nine children. I want to keep, keep it, you know, I love that number. It's just so incredible, but, but that, you know, and you've got a different relationship. So you're becoming, you know, it's still, it's still ongoing. You're not going to arrive. You haven't arrived and you won't arrive, but that's, that. I think that's the beauty of this life is that we are ING the whole time. And what you do with your INGs, I think is 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 telling and important, and I just want to speak more encouragement. That's really my number one gift is encouragement. I mean, I've taken all kinds of assessments that always that always comes in whether it's through like teaching or administration or whatever gifts I end up with. It's the backbone of those is encouragement. I mean, and like you said, the stranger, like I will be in like you know a, a. a restaurant or a coffee place and just like, oh, say you're doing a great job. I noticed you're working really hard or I just can't, I can't help myself.
1: People so need to hear that. Like it's, it's really remarkable. I've been thinking that lately when you have a positive thought about someone to speak it, because it literally may have been weeks or months since anybody said anything positive to them at all. Absolutely. And that seems so hard to believe, but it's really true. A lot of people just right? do not get that positive message in their life, and even a stranger saying, "I really appreciate you. You're working really hard. Thank you so much for that." It can make such a difference in how it somebody really feels. It really can.
0: It really can, because you don't know. And we we say being seen is so important, and it is. Like you say, we don't know how much that person is being seen in their own life by all the people in their lives. And I feel really grateful for the opportunity to uh, be helpful to serve. I I love the idea of being uh, to serving of being in service to, to others. That's something that, you know, when I go somewhere, I expect really good service. And that doesn't mean I want to be pampered or, I want to be treated in like a VIP fashion, but I I want eye contact. I want you to ask me, do I need anything else? And I and I will do, I will do the same. I was always a challenge to me, no matter what a kind of job I've had. And I've had, you know, plenty of of jobs, obviously through your early part of your life, but then career-wise, it's like, what else can I do to excel in this position of service? How else can I? serve so since i expect that of myself i expect that of other people too
1: see i love that because that kind of brings me to the other two questions okay website why are
0: you here Mm -hmm. and what are you doing you're doing about it right i actually teach a workshop for women that where we we dive right into you can call it purpose and calling. Um, there's all kinds of different ways to look at it, but it's basically what do you have to give? And when you have that thing, to, and it's it's this is the challenge: is it's two words. It's two words, and so you have to think really hard. What are my two words going to be? And then, so when you have that thing to give, the passion that you're now. Passion plus intention equals purpose that's kind of how I like to say it okay. why are you so why are you here? What is your passion what What is the thing you 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 have to do i mean that's really it's that simple what what's the thing you have to do once you can identify that and by the way, it does not have to be this big massive career that's so successful and I'm an eight figure coach and all that that's that's not. Gosh, there's so much of that out there. That's that's not what that means. It can be as simple as, I, in fact, I work, worked with a woman who volunteers once we got a hospital to visit uh, some of the believers there to, to give them communion if they'd like to have communion. And, you know, we did a whole thing around that. So here she is doing something of service and she's you know, it has purpose to it. And when she's doing that, what are people receiving? So it's a give and receive purpose and calling that starts with your passion. And again, it can be, it can, it can be, you know, family oriented. It can be different. I mean, it, it's all kinds of things for all kinds of people. So yeah. Why are you here? Why are you here? Why? I mean, that's something that I think a lot of people don't think about or it's look a at. Question. It's a big question. Up and, and oh, absolutely. It's a huge question. And that's your passion. And what are you doing about it? That's your purpose. You can't just, in my opinion, have those things and not do something about it. The whole idea of you being here is to identify why you're here and then what you're going to do about it. And again, it doesn't have to be scaled and this big, massive thing. If, if that's what you want, great. But right. it, it can be... As simple as I, every time I take a walk, this was something I did a couple of years, few, several years ago. I want to make eye contact with every person I walk past, every gardener, every co-walker, every person with a dog. I want to make eye contact and say, "Hey, good morning. How are you doing today?" or something. Mm-hmm. I just want that person. To, it was a simple thing, but I, I, I noticed a multitude of reactions that really, uh, reinforced my idea to do that, my choice to do that. And then, cause I did have those moments of, Oh my gosh, I don't think anybody saw that has really seen this person yet today or has reached out to say hello or whatever. It's, it's really quite, it's very moving. So again, it can be a very simple thing or it can be, it can be, you you can make it what you want it to be, but, I do enjoy it very much because I've worked with women who are like writing books or starting businesses or doing these different things and kind of getting started with the two words each kind of, it's really, you know, you know how I like words. Cause I asked you what three words would you yeah. use to describe yourself? I love words. <laughs> I love words. Words are powerful. Words are great. Par- and I want to do a whole course just on words because I, I do think they're so powerful I, uh, my thesaurus on online is that page is out every time I'm on my computer, every time, because I'll think, what does that mean again? And I'll look it up. Oh my gosh, that's right. It means this, you know, like confidence means belief in self, believing in yourself. I mean, that's powerful to understand what that means. So anyway, uh, yeah, so that's why are you here? What are you doing about it? Absolutely.
1: Because that's, that's the next question. You, you get clear on those words.
0: Are you doing anything? Yes. Best? Yes. And time. then, we, then thing. we come up with a whole, um, like personal, uh, a mission statement and, uh, practical steps and time, a uh, timeline for those steps and then being held accountable. And that's a big piece of, of what I do is being held accountable because I know, And I've taken a lot of courses. I'm sure you have too. And there's a lot of wonderful content out there. There really is. However, a lot of it is do-it-yourself. And and there is a place for that. And I've gotten a lot of value out of the do-it-yourself courses, right? But I want to be there with a group of women and say, okay, so how did everybody do with that last deadline? And it's okay, by the way, if you didn't meet it, because this is not... This is not like that. This is not rigid. Life happens, or maybe you're caught up in a, a fear. Let's talk about it. And so why? What, what do you think held you back? But how, what, what did work for you? Or, you know, to really be with them and unpack that. I mean, I've done this. I'm doing this. It's not that I've arrived. I have not. I do <laughs> this myself. I'm doing this myself. So I want to come along. Side and be there and say, okay, what are our let's three more action steps for and what's our next due date going to be? What's your next due date going to be? And then talking about which action steps did you decide on to get you closer to, you know, this goal that's kind of out there. But oh my gosh, how do I get there? Okay, we're just gonna you know kind of chunk it, chunk it, little little steps, chunk, 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 little steps, and then by the next thing, yes, by the next thing you know you're like what. I've done that? Oh my gosh. I mean, it just feels so good. Otherwise, it's too overwhelming. You need us, and again, back to the accountability piece, just telling somebody else that you're going to do it and you put, and it's your timeline. It's not my timeline. Putting that out there, you're much more apt to actually follow through than if you just keep it to yourself. That's just science. That's just science. (laughs) Well, knowing you're going to need to report to somebody keeps it top of mind. Right. And I would take up the word report and I would put yeah. share. See, I'm really well, like weird. That you're right. I like that better. Yeah, share. Because I don't like, no, no, no. It's not like that. It's like, okay, so share. You said you you thought you'd get that done by June 1st. That that didn't happen. Okay. So did you maybe make it too big? Was it too much? I mean, you know, let's just yeah. kind of whittle that down to what happened why? And it's really all meant to learn from. It's not meant to be, you know, you didn't do it by the time. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not like that. It's like we just do better. And I think, especially as women, we do better in groups with each other. Again, I like it to do it yourselves. I am gonna create some do-it-yourself kind of stuff, but I'm I really am looking to work with women, because I, I think that's where my strength is going to lie or, or to continue to work with women. I've, I've done, like I said, I've done a lot of uh, workshops and we're doing a mastermind right now on passion and purpose, but I, I want to roll it out further outside of people I know and are in my sphere and, and get it, get it farther out. And you know what? I have to, I, I just, I don't know how to explain it except that I, I have to, I have to, I just, it's in me and I have to explain to my husband, I'm bursting out the seams. I'm just <laughs> bursting out the seams. So that's that is one of the ways you find out your passion. The thing you you have like I had to do a podcast. I had to do it. I had to write a blog. And so I've got this, this, this next thing, and I have to do it. When I feel like going through this process that you're
1: talking about, you probably find with people you work with and for yourself that. It's it starts to bit by bit completely redefine your entire vision of what
0: success looks like. A hundred percent, yes, you no, know, absolutely. Living oh, from that yes. place, right? Because you you reach these milestones and you feel good, and and you can consider that a success. You can you know celebrate that you're at that one place, and then it, it gives you kind of momentum to keep going and. There are so many things we really should consider a success and not only define in terms of numbers. And by numbers, I mean numbers of clients, numbers of money, you know, numbers of downloads, numbers of reviews. I mean, you know, yes, there's a little place for that, but I want to keep it little. No. I don't want to keep it the the the... End all, be all. It just isn't for me, for me. Yeah, because
1: sometimes that aspect of the vanity numbers and things can start to drive the train instead of the passion leading. Yeah, that's for sure. And, and that can, it's very, it's difficult sometimes because we live in a society that celebrates those other things. The numbers, yes. You know, mm-hmm. and it's hard for us sometimes to remember that we can be extraordinarily successful without those that those are just an outward sign that are they're nice (laughs) yeah but not necessary
0: right 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 yeah i would call it maybe the spring i wouldn't even give it say it's the frosting i wouldn't even say it's the frosting (laughs) maybe a couple decorations on the the sprinkles i like that Yeah, (laughs) the sprinkles because you don't have to have sprinkles you've got to have the cake and you've got to have the frosting right you don't have to have the sprinkles
1: (laughs) (laughs) so i do have one more question for you but sure i asked you that tell everybody
0: where to find you how do people connect with you well you you know unabashed you so unabashed unabashed there i mean we we started out calling it unabashed and and we we do we did know at that time we weren't not saying it absolutely correctly and I was okay with that artistic license. So either one is acceptable. And really that's the way to find us everywhere. Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we have a, a lovely updated website. I I just I I finally had someone update it for me. I had, I was a one woman, everything. And I was like, okay, I'll have someone freshen it up. So unabashed you.com on Instagram, unabashed you, Facebook, unabashed you, uh, e- Gmail, unabashed you at gmail.com. I mean, it's just, you know, unabashed you. I love it. I love it. Okay. So my last question
1: for you. Oh, yes. I can't wait. Um, I love on your website how you say that you like to talk to and teach.
0: Extraordinary, but how do you put it? Everyday, ordinary, everyday people. Yes. Here's so, the thing with that. I, okay. I, I love this question. I love this question because I, if I really think about who I'm talking to, I'm talking to non famous, non celebrity. I don't like the word average because I don't think anybody's average. I don't want to say normal right? I don't want to say ordinary. (laughs) Ordinary. I mean, all those words are awful to me. They are awful. So I finally, like, I think it was sometime this year I went, well, I feel like every conversation I have is extraordinary. And the best I could come up with is everyday people. And I, I usually say like you and me, because we're not celebrities were not famous. And I think there is so much value in having conversations with other people because I know, I don't just believe this, I know every person has a story and every person has multiple chapters within that story. So I could one I could never run out of people that's for starters. Right exactly. <laughs> Secondly, I I'm starting now to have certain people back on like hey what are you up to now what's going on because it's a different chapter. Mm-hmm. It's a different chapter, it's a different conversation and I I I can never run out. It's just not possible. And I think it is so it is so inspiring to me to have conversations with people that don't fit kind of that. They've got a publicist. They've got, you know, somebody else does all their stuff or whatever. No, we're we're the people out here doing the stuff ourselves. Not, not that there's anything wrong with having a team, but we are the, what would you call it? Not the bread and butter, but I don't even know. See, that's the thing. That's why I came up with Extraordinary Every Day because- I I don't think there's a good word yet for what we are. We are, you know, the bulk yes. of people. We are the the body of the people. Well, and to be
1: honest, even those celebrities behind the scenes with their friends and family, they are too. <laughs> right, <laughs> people. You know, right. people. And that's just an image. Right.
0: That's just that's their true. Image. That's such a good point. Yes, absolutely. Person.
1: And the reason I love that so much is because the under the the overarching I guess theme of this podcast is how to live a passion-filled, joyful life. Yes. And I what holds people back sometimes is thinking, "Well, I'm just I'm just an ordinary person. Like that's yes. for special people. That's for super talented people. That's uh-huh. for those people over there. And I'm just a regular mm-hmm. person, so I mm-hmm. can't do
0: that. I but don't I'm even like regular. Here. Yeah, it's there's just different. yeah." You're extraordinary. I yes, each person is extraordinary. Each person extraordinary. Yes. I I I believe that. I absolutely believe that. Even if they don't know, yeah. they're extraordinary. I believe and know that they are. And I
1: love 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 that. And I'm I would like to end on that because that's such a powerful yes. concept to let kind of simmer and sit that Everybody is
0: extraordinary. Absolutely, I right and
1: I'm to a joyful yeah. so life.
0: I have, and I love what you're doing too, because it's very complementary. And I mean, we're we're speaking into the space the same sorts of, and they're more than ideas. They are. They are. Well, I don't even know if truth's the right word, but they are um, a way to live that we want people to live so that they can really capture and choose the best out of this life for themselves.
1: Absolutely. And like you began with, your understanding of these ways of thinking and ways of being came from pain initially. And so did mine. It's very hard (laughs) things. And so I feel like when you have found ways out or found, like you're never finished, it's not like there's no pain anymore, but when you have- relearned different ways to think.
0: You just want to go out and share that with other people. That's absolutely true. And I think I put a quote on, maybe it was last week or the week before, bitter or better, it's your yes. choice. I, yeah. saw that I mean, you really, time. you can get to the fork and decide, oh, I'm just going to stay here and think about it and talk about it and be in it and be in it and be in it. Or you can, you know, what did I learn here? And that neither one of those negates the step that you must do which is being in it you right. have to be in it fully in it feel the feels or wherever you want to look at it you just can't stay there it's not healthy right. to stay there and in my case uh the loss of a son my, my son does not want me to stay there he wants me to continue on with my life and to love and to laugh and to live fully he wants that for me he doesn't want me to go to that that bitter road and just stay there and wallow missing him no and that's that ing just remembering
1: that you're an ing not here you're not going there you're ing you're yeah. in. You're on a broader. Yeah, you're <laughs> in. <laughs> I love that. Well, Rochelle, thank, thank you, you so Laura. so much for being my guest today. I love talking pleasure. to you and I love your Instagram. I would encourage everybody to go out and find her website and her Instagram page because she's thank so you. inspiring to me and I know she will be to everybody else.
0: Likewise, likewise, <laughs> Laura. Thanks for having me. Thank
1: you. Have a great day, everybody.
0: We also chatted about the importance of knowing yourself because then you can understand who you are, build your confidence and reduce your fears. We also pondered some questions posted on the UI website like, who would you be if you weren't afraid? Why are you here? What are you doing about it? Looking at passion, adding intention can equal your purpose if you let it. You are probably the only thing holding you back. And now a closing prayer. God, remind us who we are, that your desire is for us to be fully who we are with joy and confidence. May we share the gifts unique to us and gratefully receive those given to us so that we will minimize regret of what could have been, but rather bask in what is. Amen. Go on out today. Be fully who you are. Be unabashed. Be you.